Morning Motivators, welcome back to Dr. Drill's most recent episode of Making Motivation. And that's what it's all about, damn it. We got a beautiful freaking day out here. Clear skies, just some wispiness of clouds, the sun beating down on Pennsylvania. I thrust the windows open in the big freaking Ramstein so you guys could hear some of that whistling through the vehicle here and to air some of the farts out. Listen, this topic of discussion this morning is going to be how to turn, how to transform frustration into focus. Because this is the idea. And I'm going to tell you something. This is not something that I'm necessarily masterful at. We all miss the mark sometimes and you have a bad day and it's hard to right your ship. Sometimes the most difficult thing is to pull yourself out of that funk or to transform a bad day into a comparatively awesome day. But sometimes it can be done. All right. And I got a little story for you. Involves my daughter. So Lily is her mother's daughter. Um, I mean, she has obviously has some traits that uh, have a resembling me a bit, but when it comes to her work ethic and how hard she can sometimes be on herself, she is her mother's daughter. Because my wife is a perfectionist. Uh, she's very neat, very tidy. I guess you could say type A personality. Has her act together. And so my daughter is her carbon copy in this regard. Lily is forever checking the details, stressing over uh, the smallest factor in her living environment, her schoolwork. This often has her, and so she takes things very seriously, which is awesome, all right? That is an awesome thing. You know, we could be a family of bums, but we're not, all right? So Lily's got her mom's work ethic and she is a cheerleader. So she does every Sunday, she does a tumbling class where she practices back handsprings and back tucks and all these various procedures. Handful of young ladies out there in the vicinity of 10 years of age and they're practicing under the watchful eye of a very capable coach, very competent individuals. And of course they take turns because it's a group coaching scenario involving all these girls who are on the same cheer squad. There's some competition, there's some cattiness, there are some days that, you know, the, they don't freaking make that back tuck. Maybe they fall down. Maybe they don't, they don't tumble the way that they'd like. So therefore, you know, there's a lot of stress when you're talking about cheer competitions. You got people, uh, trying to be synchronized, trying to make these moves, and yeah, it's a little stage fright up there. Lily's hard on herself, so it's not uncommon for her to leave the tumbling sessions in a huff. She's storming out, or if she walks out with a smile on her face, as soon as she gets in the car, she interrogates my wife, or otherwise acts in a way where... You know that she's disappointed with her, dissatisfied with her performance. So, 
my wife gave me an earful because it all rolls downhill, right? She gave me an earful when we had a moment to ourselves yesterday while the kids were out playing outside. She says, honey, Lily's just so hard on herself. She's just, she's horrible. She, she, she does a great job in tumbling. She's, she's better than most of these girls out there as a tremendous natural ability. And that's not bullshit. She does. Lily's strong as an ox. She's very flexible. She's, she's a perfectionist once again. So she typically hits the mark, but when she doesn't watch the hell out, right? So this is what's happening. And she you know, rolls downhill and she gives my wife a earful of shit about how she sucks and she's not going to be able to do this. And she wants to get at this level and she's not at this level. And it's just, it's normal for us to become frustrated in a way, as, as I said earlier, it's a good thing because you have to have a standard. You have to care. And when you screw up and you're hard on yourself, that means you care. However, it's possible, we've all experienced this, to care too much. And then, rather than being accountable and using that frustration in a productive way, we use it in a negative, destructive way, and then we're screwed. We get worse, not better. And so, last night tried to, I said, okay, I'm going to talk to her. You know, different people, different strategies, maybe, and different spouses, right? So she'll give my wife a load of shit, but she's a little bit more tolerant than me or, or expects a different, there's a different conversation that takes place. So I sat her down in bed and said, listen, Lil, you're a freaking great tumbler. You're a great cheerleader. You're too hard on yourself. Let's put some goals together. And I said this to her brother, too. He's on my left. She's on my right. We're snuggling up prior to bedtime. I said, start with Sam. Making the point that we all have these issues. Sam, we got to improve this week in everything we do. What? How are we going to do this? What are our goals for this week? Here are the themes. Home, school, Sports and other. Where other it could be playing the Xbox, could be spending time with family, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to accomplish, right? So he said, "Okay, all right. Well, Daddy, in uh, in school and at home, I want to be better clean up around the house because listen, he's not good at that. He's." Always leaving shit at his ass end. He's a freaking mess. He eats a chocolate ice cream. He's got half of it still around his freaking mouth. It's disgusting. He leaves freaking pillows all over the place. He doesn't brush his teeth enough or freaking rinse his nasty ass mouth enough. He fights with his sister. There's a lot of deficits. The good news is, if we can improve... Excuse me. If we can improve and work on these deficits, use them as leverage to improve our gain, then it's an absolutely wonderful thing, right? So that's what we're we set out to do. That's school, or that's home. School. I'm going to listen more and pay, and stay awake in in uh, class, 
and I told them, you got to stand up at the end of, if you need, if you're falling asleep, stand up, stand to the end of the class, ask to go to the water fountain, refresh yourself a little bit, but it all, by all means, study hard, keep your head in the ball game, right? Do my math homework before mommy asks me to. Sports. I'm going to get a pick six. I'm going to juke everybody out. And if anybody pushes me around, I'm going to talk trash in a playful, sporty, flag football way. All right? Nothing neg too negative. But you don't, you don't take too much shit. Right? And others spend time with my family and, and achieve these goals in Fortnite. Next is Lily. All right, Lily... She's seen her brother talk about it now. So what do you got? What do you want to change, Lil? How are we going to transform ourselves and make this a great week? Okay. Home, I'm going to help more. I'm going to clean my room and clean up my drawers and uh, spend more time with my family, not fight with Sam. Uh, at school, I'm going to do my math homework and, and study hard in math, not get frustrated. Sports, I'm going to... Focus on my tumbling, improve my tumbling, and not uh, beat myself up about it when I fail. Just to keep trying hard. And then others spend more time with my family. So, listen. I put them, I said after that, that we're listening to your, um, these improvements, these goals you've set for the week, so that we can hold you accountable. Not only that, so we're going to remind you if you falter a little bit. Sam, if you don't clean up, we're going to tell you about it. We're not going to tell you about it in a negative way. We're going to rather discuss it. We're going to discuss the need for improvement. And we're going to try to help one another get over that hump or achieve that goal. So I thought that that was a cool facet of it. We, we're in this together. Um, we all are going to have these frustrations and all are going to have things, problems that we need to solve, things we can do to improve. If we license one another to take constructive criticism, and not only that, but to facilitate the goals, now we're in it together, right? So I'm going to help Sam, and Lil, Sam be better at his uh, cleaning up, and I'm going to remind him about it so that he does it on his own. And I'm going to help Lily tumble better and encourage her uh, and spot her so that she can get a particular move and master it. Right? So what are my goals? Let me think about this. Stand by. Okay, so what are my goals? How am I going to turn frustration into focus? Not that I'm frustrated generally or anything like that, but what are some improvements that I can make in order to make my life and the lives of my family better? Home. I'm going to spend more quality time with my wife. We're always running around, chasing these stinking kids, carrying them here, there, and everywhere, taking care of dogs and cleaning the house and focusing on all these commitments and it's stressful as I'm sure it is for many of you I want to free up time so that we, we need to put a date night together because we're just like ships passing in the night it sucks you know and uh, there's not an end in sight of course we're doing this all for the right reason 
taking care of our kids, trying to bring them up the best we know how, doing the absolute best we can in that regard. But at the end of the day, the team that started this whole thing can take a little bit of a, of a beating or neglect. So we're going to set up a date night. I'm going to spend more quality time with my kids. We're going to go on adventures. We've got a field trip coming up this week with Lily's uh, third grade class. I'm going to enjoy that. We're going out to uh, Green Lane. Going to play in a creek or something like that. So that's good. Got that scheduled. Also got some goals, some things I want to do to improve our home. Some honey-do list stuff, home improvements. Work. I'm going to do my absolute best for every patient that comes through the door. I'm going to smile and make them happy, fix their spines, teach them to live a better life, play the friggin' ukulele. I also want to work smarter, not harder, so I often leave my heart out there on the table. At the end of the day, I'm exhausted. So how can I streamline my processes and procedures and continue to give everyone the best Dr. O as I can and the best Dr. Drill as I can and also leave some TLC for me at the end of the day. That'd be nice. Sports. I want to improve my game, get out there walking. I like to take a nightly walk the time that I'm sitting on the couch um, looking at my phone or whatever. I want to get out and take a, a walk around the neighborhood in the dark when I ain't got to encounter anybody or anything like that. Take my dogs and go on a nice little stroll, get some exercise, and wind down for the evening. Like a nightly ritual, some extra cardio, a cool-down walk, tinker around with my thoughts or think nothing. I also want to get back into mindfulness, my breathing, maybe go on a bike ride, stuff like that. Other, I want to start carving again. It's good for my body, good for my mind, good for my creativity. I got a shark commission that I that just came in for a swim club. I got to carve a breaching shark or a shark jumping out of this stump, if you will, down in Fort Washington. So I got to check that out. These are my goals, you know. Hold me accountable, please. If there's anything that you think you could do to help me or my family or one another to transform frustration into focus this week and make it a great week, you know, let's do it. Because all too often, Sunday night comes around and things start to get really friggin' serious, right? Whereas on Friday, we're like, okay, end of a long week. <sighs> it's like we're waiting to exile, right? We get home, we chill out, and we're like, okay. Comparatively, this is rest and relaxation. Get some stuff done for the house. Spend some time together. Maybe go out, get a nice meal at a restaurant with the family. Play with the dogs. But then Sunday night comes around and we're like, holy shit, things are getting real. What do I got? What's the schedule look like next week? What do we got to do? This is coming up. It's like we have time already committed for our week. Now, how do we squeeze in as much bang for our buck as we can? How do we have a tremendous week despite all of the work that we might need to do and the things that we don't necessarily want to do but have to do? 
How do we have fun along the way? How do we whistle while we work and make great memories so that we're looking forward to the next week? I think we got to set our goals, and we also have to hand them some of the responsibility to someone else to make sure that we don't just talk shit and set a goal that we never attain. We need accountability. Accountability is key. So, this week, let's freaking do it. Hold my ass accountable. I want to be freaking my absolute best and put some smiles on my faces this week. On, on my face. On my face and on your freaking face. On everybody's face. A beautiful day outside in Pennsylvania. Go after it this week. Kick ass and take names. A little bit of a bunny rabbit closing here. I'm raising these three bunny rabbits like they're my own. You know, nursing these buggers every morning, afternoon, and night with a kitten meal replacement and an eyedropper. All right, they're thriving, they're doing well. We're going to set them free within the next week or two. As soon as their ears stick up and they friggin' look a little bit more robust. All right, thank you for your support, taking care of these baby rabbits. We had to do it. Huh!